Hey, welcome to Calvary In Between. And what do I mean by in between? Well, it's kind of in between online and home. We're actually in our home, but it, but actually it's more in between last year and this year, right? Christmas this year was on the 20, Christmas Eve on the 24th, New Year's Eve on the 31st. And I think more than any other time, it feels kind of like an an in-between week. So I got two questions that we're going to kind of go through as we say hello and Merry Christmas and Happy New Year and all that kind of stuff. And one is, what is one of the best gifts God has given to you this year well, or to Calvary? Funny you should ask this year. <laughs> this is Theo and he was born June 16th and he is our in-town grandbaby, Jake right. and Meredith's little boy. And that's a great gift. Theo. Okay. And he's hey. he's being very cooperative. It's nap time. Past, yeah. Or I should say mom is being very patient. It's past nap time. Theo. Say hi, Papa. Hey. <laughs> he's not going to look at me. He's not going to look. That's okay. That's okay. Okay. So what's your greatest gift? Um. Well, I got a few of them, but... Well, I do oh, too, but... Everybody's pointing to me to say Theo, so... <laughs> I guess Theo is my greatest gift as well. And the greatest gift to Calvary? <sighs> greatest gift to Calvary. I think the people. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think, Theo? Here, Papa, you can come get him. Daddy. Daddy. Daddy, I'm Papa. You, Daddy, you can come get him. Hey, bye-bye. <laughs> bye, Theo. Thanks, guys. So greatest um, gifts God has given you or given Calvary so in, in this last year? I would say this last year, I feel like um, things have just, people have become a lot more maybe comfortable again with community after mm. COVID and just more of a desire for the community and getting together. And I feel like more, the people that I'm interacting with, at least more of a hunger mm. for God and going deeper with um, with God and the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And that encourages my heart. And I think I have seen over and over, because there's a lot of people that have been going through difficult circumstances, and I've seen over and over how people from Calvary just rally around other yeah. people. And that's a beautiful thing. Yeah, I think uh, we did for the first time this year, some of you are part of it, but the, the Blue Christmas service mm-hmm. and uh, had a really... A good group of of people who came to, um, in a sense, celebrate together, grieve together. Blue Christmas is is all about an opportunity to celebrate Christmas with those who yeah. have gone through loss, and not not just uh, loss of life, but but all sorts of hardships. And I think the thing that hit me, which going along with what you said, that that really hit me this year was just the willingness to offer comfort one yeah. to another. And yeah. and uh, I think that's a pretty special thing. Something that God is yeah. doing in those of you who have gone through a rough time. He's He's creating uh, an ability in you to give comfort to others. And, and that's pretty cool. I think I, I saw it personally. So I had both of, I had double knee replacement in January mm-hmm. and we didn't have to cook or do anything for Weeks, yeah, and I, people just you should get those replaced things. again. <laughs> I should, <laughs> I should. That's actually a gift to me. Like it's been a whole different year having no pain in my yeah, knees. Actually. But again, just watching Calvary people just kind of step forward and give generously yeah. um, was really a gift to both of us. Yeah, I think the other thing for me is just, and I've I've shared a few of these at different points. 
um, this last year, but just the God stories of God at work in people's lives. I, I think that's really cool. I, I get some, um, some great emails and, and, uh, I shared a little bit of one a few weeks ago, but uh, somebody who was connected to Calvary back in 2000 to 2007. So it wasn't even like a lifetime ago, six years after we came, one of the first sets of of college students that we had at Calvary. And she um, became a Christian at, at Calvary. I baptized her in 2001. And then um, when she got grad, when she graduated, she and her husband, uh, they, they got married soon after graduation, moved to Tennessee. And, and she just wrote this. She said, um, I've watched miracle and blessing occur over and over during the past two decades. My husband was saved at a Franklin Graham revival. I survived two brain surgeries, numerous medical problems. We had our son in 2009, and I've watched how God has moved in his life. Too many blessings and miracles to list. God is amazing. Unfortunately, she said, I felt very far away from him for a long time. And we attended a lot of different churches, she said, and and experienced some church hurt. Um, not uncommon in, in the church world and um, struggled connecting and feeling at home. More importantly, felt lost and angry, wasn't growing spiritually. And then she connected online um, at, at Calvary, kind of found us online and listened through the the Gritty Blessings series. And, and she said, um, I found Calvary online, watched the first teaching on the Gritty Blessings. I know God led me there. I haven't cried like that in a long time. I realized how far away I had stepped from God and my relationship with Him. And uh, my prayer life is is like it was back when I was first saved. And just a, a cool email saying thank you. And another one that I got not that long ago was what I've learned throughout this season while battling depression and anxiety is that Christ is in control and he's using circumstances to develop character and relationship with him. But it requires meaning, remaining faithful to him and finding my identity to Christ to overcome guilt and shame. And that's a daily choice that I make. Thank you so much for your prayers and support and all all that Calvary has done. It means so much. And and then one other one. I, I hope you know how much God has used you in Calvary from the very first time that my girlfriend dragged me to church. Somehow my soul knew that God was reaching out to me through Calvary. Eventually God would be chasing me from every corner of Calvary. And eventually he got a hold of me after many two by fours alongside the head. I'm so grateful for Calvary, for you, for the counseling I received there, and for how Calvary helped repair our family and change the path that our family is on for generations to come. And I think when, when I get stories like that, you hear kind of places yeah. like that where where God is at work in people's lives, and, and that's been happening um, in this last year and probably happening in, in the lives of a lot of you listening as well. Any other cool gifts that God has given I'm still trying to get used to this side. You're on the wrong side of me. Just give it up. I'm I'm on the side where I always sit in our house. You usually sit over there. I know, but... So I'm I'm allowing you to sit on my couch. So give me my spot. (laughs) Any other gifts that God has given? I don't know. I'm trying to think of a two by four I can put on. Um, Many gifts. Many gifts. Um, I, I think... Family, we were able to spend yeah. Thanksgiving with our, yep. our whole family in Florida. That was wonderful. Um, I've seen more of my siblings. Mm. I mean, part of that's hard. My my mom and dad are not doing great health-wise, but watching family rally around yeah. and, and my parents' friends rally around them, it's a gift. I think going through hard times, but always knowing that the hope Yeah. In Christ changes everything that I was describing 
um, to my dad who's has some dementia and some other health problems. And in one moment of clarity, he was, Hmm. um, uh, we were having a, I can't remember what we were talking about, but I just said, dad, you know, this is kind of, I think C.S. Lewis describes what we're living in now is the shadows. Yeah. Um, what's to come is, is more real than, than anything that we have now. And, and he just said, I like that. And another conversation we were having um, when we were all together for Thanksgiving and Mm -hmm. I was talking to them on the phone and, you know, he goes from being pretty confused to clarity. And so I just said, we're we're all getting ready to sit down for Thanksgiving meal. And he just said on the phone, treasure these moments. Hmm. So that's part of what I feel like God's teaching me how to treasure the moments. And that's a gift. Yeah, definitely. I think one other thing for me that has really been cool this last year is just all the front yard mission God stories. Uh, We we had a a mini celebration with some folks at Calvary who are passionately involved in in front yard mission. And just hearing some of the stories uh, was was really cool. Um, Kathy Ridenauer, who um, works with our kids at Calvary, um, uh, two of her daughters, started like a backyard Bible study all on their own, invited friends over and they kind of in figure out in their neighborhood. Yeah. They have a whole bunch of kids who, who live in their neighborhood. And I don't know, just stories like that, people getting it. Yeah. Um, that's really been a gift yep. this last year. I think encounter services for me have been yeah, a gift too. They've been really good. They, the worship at encounter, if you've never gone to one, I, I would highly recommend it. It's yeah. just a beautiful Beautiful night, always on the fourth, not always, most Typically. most often, on the fourth Sunday when we have a Wow or Wow Sunday. Yeah. And uh, I've loved, loved yeah. those. Good stuff. So so uh, this is an in-between week. So we go from greatest Christmas gifts to uh, not resolutions because nobody makes resolutions well, anymore. Some people do. They just don't keep no, them. Well, nobody keeps resolutions anymore. <laughs> But but let, let me put it this this what I kind of like. Um, what's on your bucket list for 2024? Like, what is something that you haven't done? So rather than oh, I got to make myself continuously better in this area, what is something you want to experience? Something that you want to do? Could be spiritual, but doesn't have to be. Um, what's on your bucket list for 2024? Um, it's probably a couple of things. One thing I think in the last couple months with how. Life just keeps picking up the pace. No matter how much you want things to slow down, it keeps picking up the pace. And one of the things that I've loved since COVID is this time that I have on the porch in the morning. And I feel like I keep whittling a little bit away from that because there's something that comes up that I Mm. don't say no to. So part of my bucket list is getting back into that spiritual rhythm that I really want, need. I I feel different when I'm in a good rhythm with that. And it's just easy for us to get out of it. So um, so make that so. a bucket list item, not a resolution. Like, I got to spend more time every day. <laughs> I don't even know what that okay. means. Okay, uh, that's okay. How would you change? How- I, no, I don't know. I don't have something in mind, but yeah. I... I'm- I think my prayer for that is is more that God just continually increases my desire mm. for more of him. Yeah. And that feels less like a to-do list and more like a, I want that. And so, so that's praying. Uh, one of the, one of the things I'm praying is that God just continually increases my desire. And another one is that he teaches me how without, without any conscious or unconscious walls, how I just walk and live in the love that yeah. he has for me. It's so easy to get caught up in lies and, 
other things. And, and my deepest desire is to, to walk in that realization of how deeply loved we are yeah. by God. We, we taught our, uh, XYM, the, the youth group girl, girls, this past summer, we did a study on Hesed, the Hesed love right. of God, yeah. unconditional. They, they, they can't even, I think it's like 150 words that take, American words, American words? English? English words. We, we call that English. <laughs> English words. Even in England, they call it English words. <laughs> it takes like 150 <laughs> English words. To describe Hesed, the one word Hesed. Yeah. And I'm I know I'm not saying it with the right Kesed. <laughs> yeah, that's what I didn't want. <laughs> it's a hard C H. It is. Both <laughs> to hear it and to say it. Well, that's good. Um, that's but, good. Yeah, so that's I don't know if that changes. Yeah, no, it's another that's good. part of it's been a bucket list. I've never been able to do I call it may care, not daycare, but mm-hmm. I've never been able to do like daily helping out with any of my grandkids. And so I'm able to do that with Theo. And so that's, I don't know that it's been an intentional bucket list. It's been yeah. a desire of my heart for a long time. So yeah, very I'm cool. enjoying that. I think a couple for me is I, I don't typically do this I, and, and probably uh, detrimental to me, but I feel like at some point, and, and I'll talk in a moment about a way to do that, offer it to you. But at some point I just want to do a really thorough evaluation of, of where I'm at and, mm-hmm. and, what's going on in the year and what could go on in this next year. And, and, uh, I'm going to offer you something that they could have something I'm going to use. I found last year and I hope would be helpful. And then I think the other thing for me, and I've done this before, but it's been a while since I, I've done it. I, I really want to have a discipline of reading the Bible through in a year. Uh, mm-hmm. the times when I've done that has been, has been really good. A, a goal, I think, I, I don't know, this isn't really bucket list, but a goal is to get to, the 250th episode on my More Than Bread podcast mm. and 50,000 downloads. So that's... That's bad to make a goal for 50,000 downloads because you have no control over that. Well, I, I, if I keep doing episodes sooner or later, I'm going to get to, <laughs> get to 50,000 downloads. So okay. I'm, I'm at about 37,000 now. So it's, it's within reach. So three possible bucket list items for, for all of you. And I just want to encourage you, pick one or all of these. I think all of them would be uh, worthwhile and valuable to you. One is to do that kind of soul evaluation. And what I found last year, we've, you, Lynn and I both have used this on kind of uh, an occasional daily basis, but the prayer of examine um, is a great way of kind of looking back through your day. And so there's a lot of different resources where people will guide you through a daily prayer of examine. But this last year, I ran across an annual prayer of examine. And it's just a way of looking back through your whole year, seeing the places where God has been at work, the places where you've you've noticed his absence mm-hmm. and and just what he's doing what it's not just like goal setting but it's really a way of, of looking at where is God involved in in my life where can I see that and so if you would like to do one of those we have one that you can just have it's a, a downloadable deal and it's going to be on our website um, at Calvary so the information will be there you can you can look for these three different bucket lists but one is the prayer of examine annual prayer of examine kind of this soul evaluation. And and then uh, another thing um, that, that we would encourage you, I would encourage you to do is, is to give to the 1% offering. Um, man, there's just so many ways that that helps that 
the last couple of days, um, because of what you gave, because of what Calvary gave to the 1% offering last year, we were able to send a bunch of support money so that all the kids at the orphanages and the students at ICTS and the workers, everybody could get something at least, mm-hmm. some uh, gift for Christmas. And so uh, lately they've been sending me on Facebook Messenger and email pictures and little videos of the kids getting their stuff. And, and it's just really cool. Such a, a great opportunity. But that's one of the places. It's not the only place we give, but a, a significant chunk of our 1% offering goes to Myanmar and helps a, a few hundred kids and students. And man, they have gone through such a rough time there this this last couple of years. And and to be able to serve them and support them is is really an honor. It's a privilege. And so I just I've been encouraging people lately, man, just be involved in it. Even if all you can give is five dollars or five hundred dollars, five thousand dollars. Doesn't matter. Just have a part in the one percent offering. So the the, the, the way to do that will also be at this site on our website where we'll give you an opportunity to click through to any one of these bucket list items. And the last thing that we would encourage you to do is uh, pretty soon when you see this, um, pretty soon we'll be starting our uh, 24-7 week of prayer. Every year we start out with at least a week. Um, people sign up for an hour and there'll be a place for you to sign up. Um, an hour as or well. more. An hour or more. Yeah, if you want to do more, that's awesome, but at least an hour. You know, it only takes 168 people praying one hour a week to cover every week in prayer. And every hour in prayer. Praying one hour to cover every week in prayer. Well, we're just 168 people <laughs> oh, okay. praying one hour will cover <laughs> the week. whole week okay. in prayer. Um, it's not really that complicated. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking, I'm looking for more than 168. <laughs> so we would love to see multiple people on every hour. But we'll give you prayer guides at the end of the year and all sorts of things to help you pray through the and year. We have so. a prayer app, app website. Will it be? We're we do. That? I'm, I'm trying to kind of figure out how we'll use that. At some okay. point, I will encourage everybody at Calvary to sign up for an hour on 24, praying247.org. But, but for the moment, all of that information will be on the website that's at the bottom of your screen and at the end of the video and stuff like that. So there's three kind of bucket list items that um, any one of you can do and would love to see you um, take part in that as well. So let me just close by talking a little bit about God's resolutions and where we're headed in, in 2024. Um, we've celebrated Christmas and, and, uh, and now, really, in a way, it's back to the work of Christmas. We've celebrated Christmas, and now it's the work of Christmas. Uh, the work of Christmas begins. And in the next few days, more than once, somebody will come up to you and say, how was your Christmas? And, you know, most of us will probably kind of give that pat answer. Uh, it was it was good. Um, busy. But busy. Busy. Yeah, that was, that, that'll be a common answer as well. But, but really, the, the, the work of Christmas is what continues what continues on and and uh, more than a holiday, Christmas was a, a holy moment that's that's meant to not just be celebrated annually but but something that shapes our days and our moments and our lives and our work um, a, as we go on and uh, you know I, I think it, for Christmas to be a Christmas to be remembered and and something that we kind of continue on throughout the whole year. I, I think to grasp onto that whole idea that 
Christmas is the overflow of heaven. You know, I mean, God opened up the heavens and poured out a blessing that could not be contained. And that's one of my favorite passages in Malachi. It's not really a Christmas passage, but it's yeah. it's one of my favorites where God says, you know, test me in this. I, I dare you, in essence, God is saying in Malachi 3, and see if I won't open up the windows of heaven and pour out a blessing that cannot be contained. And oftentimes we think of those blessings as the stuff that we get and what makes mm-hmm. life good and comfortable. But man, the blessing that could not be contained of all blessings that cannot be contained was was Christ born in a manger and and I just think we have an ongoing opportunity to be able to kind of live in the overflow of that yeah. blessing uncontainable blessings unmistakable presence and and as we go into the new year that's that's where we're headed we're going to be doing 50 days to a generous life and, and the overarching title is Overflow. And, and it's really about how do we get ourselves into the overflow of, of God and, and allow him to pour his blessings into us. And the thing that keeps coming back to me is we'll never get into the overflow of God unless we're willing to give away what we get. Hmm. So that's, that's where we're headed. If you haven't picked up one of your 50-day devotionals, one of your 50-day journals, um, and get get one. It, it'll go along with the, the sermon series, the teaching series. Or we can mail it to you. We can mail it to you also. If you're not local and you would like one, um, just get us your info. We would love to send you a 50-day devotional. The, the, the devotionals, if you haven't used them in the past, they're written by people at Calvary, and uh, they're, they're really good. It's a great opportunity yeah. to kind of work work your way into the into the new year. God's got his hand on us and, and there's stuff that he wants to do in us and through us and all around us in, in this next year to come. And I pray that whatever amount of time you have between now and the start of the new year, that there are some moments of reflection and some moments of just kind of being reminded of who God is and, and the overflow of heaven in your life. Oh, I think that describes what I was talking about with wanting to get back with that yeah. desire, but that's probably a better way of not putting it as a resolution, but a bucket list of how do, it's one thing to say, I want to live in the overflow. Yeah. And, and, you know, like you're saying, it's a, about what we give out, but but we have to desire something that's more, I think only what God can put on our heart. Yeah. Like, I, I don't think we can muster that up on our own unless the Holy Spirit really Unless we choose to live in the overflow and ask the yeah. Holy Spirit to give us everything yeah. we need to to make that choice. It's a good. daily choice, I think. So. It's good. Why don't you pray for everybody and okay. we'll be done. Heavenly Father, thank you for the beauty of the season that mm-hmm. we've just been through and, and for the looking ahead of the year ahead of us. God, I pray that you would fill us with hope. You know that there are so many that have gone through difficulties, whether yeah, it's yeah. loss of loved ones, loss of health, um, even loss of mental health. There's anxiety and depression and loneliness, and and yet you are the light of the world and the hope of the world. And I pray that you would teach us to live in that overflow, that you would help us to fix our eyes on you and to know that you are able to do so much more than we could ever ask for or even imagine. And so, Lord, I pray that this would be the year of overflow of, mm. of each one of us making this commitment to walk with you in a way that's um, different than we have before, that's fuller and more surrendered and walking out in, in humility and living the life that you've called us to live in the beauty that you've created for us to live in it. So we thank you. We love you. 
pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.